Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read every chapter of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. My name is Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. I haven't messed it up in a long time, Kevin. Today we read Haikyuu Volume 33, and mm-hmm. Shonen Jump gave us a new chapter of Haikyuu to go with it. It did. That's the thing we need to talk about. Did you read it or I rank did. that? I okay. didn't rank it, but I read it. Okay. I, I did both. That's fine. I can edit that out of my list. Mm-hmm. New Haikyuu is weird. It was spoilery. Technically, yes. <laughs> spoilery for a thing we've already read, but we haven't gotten to yet. <laughs> yes. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump, of course, starting with One Piece chapter 1106, On Your Side. What did you think of One Piece this week, Kevin? I liked One Piece this week. I like Luffy getting up is great. That moment where he starts laughing, blocks the sword, and is like, "It's I'm having fun now is really good. I like when he just punches Kizaru, and I'm just like, bye, bye, Kizaru. <laughs> Basically. I like that. I liked the bit with Vegapunk getting stabbed. That's my one problem with this chapter, is that because nobody dies in one piece, I was just like, well, Vegapunk's probably not dead, is what this panel tells me. I didn't. I honestly didn't read it as a lethal wound, as stupid as that no, sounds, no, considering I, he got impaled in the chest by a spider, like a giant no, spider you, leg. You say that sounds stupid, Kevin. All evidence points to it being a non-lethal wound. It's just like when he's like, oh, I knew my actions would have consequences. A, a, a non-lethal wound. Yeah. That's not, like, it, it's just he, not the best. I, I don't want to rag on nobody dies in one piece too much, but it's moments like this that I think really, where that is what really hurts the series. That is fair. The way I read it is it's not about him dying. This is going to be about one of the straw hats convincing him that he should live because like he's kind of given up uh, when he gets stabbed. So like the moment isn't going to be, oh, no, Vegapunk died because there's technically like, what, five more of him running around. There's also that, but that could be interesting still. Yes. What do they do when the original Vegapunk is dead? Yes, but I'm expecting one of the Straw Hats to convince him to stay alive and help him out. Frankie, give him a piece pacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> Some, yeah, something like that. So, like, he'll be fine. And then, hey, Brogy and is it Dogi? Yeah, something like that. That's Do- I, Dogra. I think they're they're both end in ey sounds. Yeah, so I think it's Brogy and Brogy. Brogy. It might be Brogy. It's something like that. Anyway, the giant pirates are here. The giant pirates are here, yeah. I I was kind of right while being wrong. I noticed the right information. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were not, I think, on anyone's bingo card, really, but that's interesting. It's very cool to have them back. Like, I thought it was funny because we were talking about, you know, we read volume 12 and you were like yeah i don't really like it until little garden and then like <laughs> here here are the giant pirates look we knew they were gonna come back at some point i know but i yeah, i didn't expect to be them fair today. i i expected them in elbath yes, not exactly not but it's like great said, to see them right show up elbath, yeah so. it does make sense for them to show up so it's pretty great to see the two of them show up I also do like even the text being like yeah buster call is not really a problem yeah <laughs> 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 it's just it's very funny to me now they're like this is the buster call i mean dude it's just a bunch like it's just a bunch of battleships bombarding people and now you like all of the at- Nico robin survived this when she was six she couldn't even turn into a demon spider though. <laughs> <laughs> sure in like you know the east blue or because you fired on a bunch of researchers sure you were able to completely destroy that island but like if you tried to pull this shit on elbath or Fishman Island, 
or anything like that, it just wouldn't fucking work because, you know, Whole Cake Island, any of these, like, higher level New World things, they just, they wouldn't care. Like, all right, the Navy sent out a bunch of ships. Cool. We'll go sink them. That's even kind of the point of the New World is that the Navy doesn't really have any power there. Yeah. So, oh, no, it's a buster call. Like, hey, the, the honestly, the worst thing is the fact that one of the admirals is there and you have to deal with him. And like, again, Luffy just punched him off into uh, Team Rocket space for the yes. second time this arc. <laughs> I mean, he'll be back because he's, you know. Yeah, T-Rock the... blasting off again, Kevin. Yes, but I, I, I meant because he's the best Uber Eats driver. <laughs> uh, last time Luffy punched him, he had to stay down for a whole flashback. So, <laughs> so yeah, I did, I did really like this chapter. It was a lot of fun having all that come back. The one last thing I want to say about it is the bit with the mechanical giant and it reacting to Luffy. Yeah. Which is something we saw earlier as well. I didn't note it then, but during the... Kuma flashback. I went. I went to see whose perspective it was from. So I went back and reread it, mm-hmm. and that happened the last time Luffy activated Gear Fifth Two specifically. Gotcha. There was a panel, like a close up of the giant with the dum dum dum. Gotcha. Oh, and I I do want to mention I like Bonnie finding out that Luffy is Nika. Yeah, was a really nice nice moment as well. And with all of the pacifistas turning on turning on the Navy essentially. With Egg, uh, Vegapunk being like, Kuma will never betray his daughter. <laughs> and so I made it so that his robots will never betray his daughter. Who's the Navy going to have left after this arc? It's <laughs> just going to be a Kainu being upset that he doesn't have anybody. Smoker's there. He's going to have Smoker. <laughs> that, like, There's a ton of peons, but you're right. There's There's the tree guy he'll still have. <laughs> oh, no. He got killed by Shanks off screen. Not not off screen. Shanks was off screen and beat him <laughs> while he was on screen. I'm not saying he's got effective people. Oh, he's got a uh, what's his name? The blind guy is technically still in his employ. Eh, I I was purposely not counting him because I was like, I mean, yes, technically, but I mean, Smoker's in that camp too. Yes. Like, those are his most trusted lieutenants. That's not a great place to be. No. Uh, he's going to have to deal with Blackbeard to get Garp back just to have someone half competent. <laughs> and then Garp won't even be on his side. Next, we have Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 249, Inhuman Miyaki Shiyuku Showdown Part 21. Hey, I remember why we don't talk about this every week anymore. Yep. It's because I hate the titles of Jujutsu Kaisen chapters so much. I'm not looking forward to writing them out. I thought this was fine. Yeah. Sukina's figured out what the plan is. I like him be like, good plan, bros. He's like, all right, this is actually a pretty decent plan. Let's see how it goes. I'm like, eh? Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Undead Unluck number 193, Unstoppable versus Unluck. I liked most of this chapter, but yep. like, what happened at the end, I get I'm supposed to be a little confused about, but... I'm also I'm also confused what happened to Iso... I think they got shot through by this. So what I think it is, is that beast roared and it's her ears that are bleeding. Okay. That would make sense. But like the action makes it look like she pierced through. Yes, it does. I, so I don't know that like, that was my interpretation. No, was, that makes more sense than anything I came up with. Yeah. I'm just saying that visually. I completely I agree. It, I, I had to read that several times to go like, okay, so I got. Beast showed up. Something happened. Iso's injured. 
I don't know what the something happened is. Yeah, and to be fair, this is the last panel of the manga. So yes. like I said, I think we are supposed to be asking these questions yeah, to it, some degree, but I still it didn't feel been a, great about it. It could have been a little bit clearer. Maybe we'll see how it, how it pans out next week. It's interesting, at the very least. Next, we have Sakimoto Days, Days 153, What It Takes to Kill. My cheap note here is, Negumu did a trickaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like this. I was not... I was not actually expecting that twist. I was expect I I expected him not being dead, but I thought he had disguised his corpse so that he looked dead and then was going to pull a Romeo Juliet and like pop up awake and be like, "Oh god, I had to start my, stop my heart there for a little bit" kind of thing, not, "Oh, I beat him, <laughs> transformed him into me, transformed me into him and snuck up on Slur." Yeah. No, it's all pretty very good. good. Yeah, I, I like the ER drama we get with Sakimoto and Shin not realizing that. Yes, until... and and then I like them kind of realizing it as it's like, wait a minute, that looks weird. <laughs> wait, wait, stop, stop. <laughs> so a this guy still might not be dead because yes, they stopped the res- resuscitation, but it might not have been like it might have been enough to keep him alive. I also like the the head of the JAA just being like, so you're going to betray me now or, or what? Huh? Dude, you're fidgety as fuck. <laughs> you have been literally since your introduction like 20 chapters ago. <laughs> so we, we, go, we doing this or am I going to sit here and look at these stupid art pieces more? Next up, we have Mission Yosakura Family, Mission 212, Eldest Daughter versus Eldest Daughter. I thought the fight was pretty good in this. Yeah. Uh, but that's kind of all there is to it. That's fair. I like that she's getting her blooming now. So, yeah, I, I thought it was fair, pretty good. Which will take us to Akana Banashi Story 96. It's just Rakugo. This one's really good, I think. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I don't know that I have a lot of commentary on it, because it's just, like, we get some insight on this guy's background, but not mm-hmm. a ton of it. And we just get Akane's dad being like, hey, I'm a ray of sunshine in this manga. Yeah. It's a good thing this isn't a Shonen Battle manga, or I would be dead next I would, chapter. I would be dead. But I do like him being like, hey, I didn't die. <laughs> I, you know, it didn't break me. I'm I'm now your regular Japanese dad. Never home. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I would have been anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did like that. Which takes us to Martial Master Asami, round 31. What's ahead? Which I really like. I think it got a little long in the end. Fair. But that's mostly because like this is the victory and, and the denouement. Mm-hmm. And I think that ta- the long denouement takes a little bit away from the victory. A little bit. That might be on purpose, given like the bittersweet tone of this guy retiring. Yeah. I-, I still thought it clashed a little bit, but I still really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than the very ending when it's like and then there was a tournament arc you yep. want a tournament arc right i'm like well i expected one it's a sports manga yeah it's a sports battle manga <laughs> you're legally obligated to have at least three i think <laughs> last but not least we have blue box number 135 that's not true which is really powerful and then it cuts to undercut it but i think it works a lot better i think it does too blue box where like because it just feels like a cutaway so that the characters can be with their emotions while we see some sh- convenience store shenanigans. Yes, I I think the cutaway really worked there. I really liked honestly just like that moment of Taiki just not knowing what to say. Yeah. When he's like, "Nah." And like literally cuts himself off and I don't exactly know. We don't exactly know what's going through his head, but I I totally feel that well 
how do I say anything that doesn't sound like an empty platitude? Yep. And I think the cutting away makes that stronger. Mm -hmm. And then we get to not be in pain anymore and get to laugh at these kids. Yep. And, you know, some more shenanigans is nice. So, yeah. Anything else you want to say? Nope. That'll take us into jump card. Jump card is a segment where we rank everything in Shannon Jump, not just what we talk about every week. 19 this week, so what do you have at number 19, Kevin? 19 is where I have new ways. I, like, the action was confusing. I was just, like, constantly didn't know what was going on, and then just, I don't really get, or I not I don't really get, I don't really care. Are, are you sure you're not talking about Shadow Eliminators? Because that's what I have at 19, and that's it's, how I feel about it. It's my number 18? That's where I put new ways. Okay. Why did I put Shadow Eliminators above? I don't know. Did you like the quirky girl who talks with the puppet? I found that insufferable, but I guess if you liked it, I would. If I no. had liked it, I probably would have put it above New Ace. I, I think that's. I, I, I'm not going to say I liked it, but that is. That was a like. Okay, this is. This could be funny. So that what, that's what put it above. But again, it, it went. Like, they're both at the bottom. Uh, what do you have at 17? 17 is where I have green, green, greens. So it was like, hey, will you, you know, teach me? No. Okay. Oh, hey, we're doing this tournament thing. You need to find, uh, or not, it's like, hey, we're going to go, you know, golfing. You should bring a, you know, we need to bring eight people because it's, you you do pairs of four. So if you end up only bringing seven, you're kind of wasting money, essentially. Or it's more expensive per person kind of thing. It's like, okay, I'm going to get this guy. 17 is where I have me and Rabbit I just didn't find it funny this week. It isn't typical me and Roboco problems. It's parodying manga ideas instead of specific manga. And so I should like it, but I just didn't find it particularly funny. Totally fair. What do you have at 16? That's where I have me and Roboco. I, I feel you. That's where I have Kagurabachi. Fair. I just like the... We've talked about this with previous chapters of Kagurabachi. The storytelling is really weird in the sequence of it. Yes. And very difficult to follow and not in a way that feels like, oh, it pays off like a Pulp Fiction might. Yeah. Like I, by the end of the chapter, I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. So I'm not confused at the end of it, but I am like, why did we tell it in this order though? Yeah. I was reading some stuff on one of the author comments was, was it the My Hero? I can't remember if it was the My Hero guy or... The Jesus Christ guy. So one was saying, uh, you know, hey, you guys should read Mommy Yu Yu. And one was like, you should read Kagurabachi. And so people were talking about how like, oh, the, you know, the the panel work on the Kagurabachi is excellent cinematography. And I'm like, I don't care. The, the art is really strong for it. I yeah. agree with that. That's why I keep saying I'm super excited for this to get canceled so this guy can do his second manga. Yeah. That's really how I feel. I mean, and also, it could kick in. He could figure it out, mm-hmm. especially if it s- maintains popularity and he doesn't rest on his laurels. I do think this could be a good series in a year if it's still around. Yeah. But I don't think it will be necessarily. No, because, again, this is Shonen Jump for yeah. young boys, mostly. 
Although, like, the current crop of new stuff is terrible, Kevin. Yeah. Like, like, I really was coming to grips with it this week because so much of it is, like, really down here. And Kagurabachi, I think, like, I, there's clearly talent in it. Mm. As opposed to a lot of the other stuff feels so generic or, like, you know, anyone could do it. This, I want this guy to succeed. Yeah, no. I, I don't I'm, necessarily because, like, I can see what's good in Kagurabachi. Yeah. But I don't enjoy reading it. Yeah. I, no, I'm the same way. I just, I wanted to. Yeah. I, I just remembered reading that and thought I was like, yeah, no, that that makes sense, you know, like, oh, this this like looks cool. It's like, yeah, but it's one of those things of, is it the looks cool that anyone can appreciate, or looks cool that only people who are like super into the thing can appreciate? You know what I mean? I mean, I, you're always going to get that from people who are in the industry, but I I would agree with them. It does look cool. Yes, but what I mean is, you can have some, you can have something like nobody's going to. Not nobody, but very few people are going to argue with me when I say that Demon Slayer looks amazing. Yeah. And you don't need to be like, oh, this is actually like, you know, these, this like cool painting work and all this, like, I don't need all that information to know this looks good. I can just appreciate it more the more I'm into the medium. The thing is, I think Kagurabachi looks that good. I just think that the storytelling with it is not very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it's not even like panel to panel storytelling is bad because like, oh, sometimes the fights are messy, but they're not even as bad as Chainsaw Man, which mm-hmm. really took off. The thing it reminds me most of, and I just haven't made the comparison because it seems kind of unfair to Kagurabachi is Bleach. Mm-hmm. But like Bleach had those really good panels, and I think this looks better than Bleach. It Fair. just hasn't doesn't have the early Bleach character stuff, which is like like I keep saying, I'm really excited for this to get canceled and for this guy to do his second thing because the talent is clear on the page. Fair, I totally agree with that, and I would if like I would want people to support it too if I was in the industry. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like I also think it's probably going to survive because what's its competition? That's that is totally fair. You're right. What do you have at fifteen? Oh, that's where I have Kill Blue. The mystery stays a mystery, and we're all going to be friends, but I'm still in love with you, and I'm like, hey, at least the arc's over. Yeah, I I, I put it a bit higher. I think because at least they acknowledge that the mystery is still I, ongoing. Yeah, th- that's fair. Like, it's not, they didn't just ignore it. They're like, this means something. Yeah. And the way it resolved, like, I didn't think was terrible. Mm-hmm. I have Mama Yu here, speaking of the- Fair. I, I'm curious how high you put it. I, I didn't- One higher. I'll, I'll, uh, okay. I'll, slight spoiler. I thought some of the stuff was good. Like, and now we go to an amusement park is like sort of fun and the sort of thing you can do in this setting. Yeah. And I think getting them away from the military is good for the series going forward. Yeah. Cause that's, there's been a bunch of stuff that, you know, like people are talking about, uh, this is the new harem anime. Cause he's just collecting all the girls. Yeah. But I was like, it's, there's a bunch of tropes in here that I'm very much not a fan of, like the the military master being ridiculously powerful for no reason, but like never doing anything with it either. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of, so something like Roy Mustang from Full Metal Alchemist, where you've got this like mentor character that's ridiculously powerful at the start, but like actually is a character and does stuff, as opposed to this guy who's like, this is my, you know... This is my deus ex machina that I will just use to save them out of situations, and then he will just kind of, like, not do anything later. The comparison I keep making, or I kept making when we were talking about it early, was to Dragon Quest, Mm -hmm. and that is true not just in art style, but in, like, world style, too. That is the sort of thing that would happen in a Dragon Quest game. Yeah, yeah. You'd have some dude just show up and save your bacon. Yeah, or or he'd just, like, be super powerful, and he's the guy who teaches you, but he doesn't do anything in the plot for... 
whatever re- reason. reason. Yeah. So we have that. We have the villain who I'm just, I'm not a fan of as a villain. No, he's like, we've talked about this a lot, how we don't like it. I also think it might survive because what's its competition? That's fair. So I also just lo- increasingly dislike the title. I was having this thought this week just because the mama character is so irrelevant to everything. Yeah. It, and that's, I remember that was one of our big complaints, uh, like chapter two when it was like, and then she left. What, what the, (laughs) like, I, I was so interested in this dynamic of the hero raised by the demon Lord. Like that sounded really cool. And we just, we were like, oh, that's really interesting. I literally named my series after this. Never going to talk about it again. And the character is pretty uninteresting, Mm -hmm. right? In like that bland harem protagonist way. Yeah. And that Dragon Quest hero way. He's way more interesting than the main character of Nui's Exorcist. Yes. But though, so like I said, what's its competition? Fair. It looks like we're getting cuts though. So we'll see what survives. Yep. We will. Uh, this doesn't feel like a manga about to end, but sometimes people are in denial or they just are like, well, what am I going to do besides keep going until yep. I, the paycheck stops coming? Well, and then, um, you know, outside of the normal cuts schedule uh, people are talking about, we're going to be losing My Hero and Jujutsu Kaisen soon-ish. Yes, but that's in the nebulous future. And I yes. think that's terrible for Shonen Jump's future, but they get to cling to still having One Piece. So, like, they'll be fine. They'll, they'll be fine. I just meant... That's that's where a lot of this stuff, you know, all right, which new series should we start looking for kind of thing came out because it's like we will be losing these two. It is the nebulous future. Obviously, stuff will still continue to be on the chopping block and they will add new stuff. You know, they've been doing that forever, but we are losing two of the big quote unquote powerhouses. Yeah. Although, like, I, I feel like that's probably my hero might be this year, but I don't think Jujutsu Kaisen will be at least till next year. We'll probably see not. We'll see, though. That's entirely speculation on my mm-hmm. part. So with all that, I have Cypher Academy at 14. Okay. I'm I'm happy for it to be over. Like this one, I didn't hate this chapter as an ending, but mm-hmm. it's really, really text heavy because of all the characters. Yeah. And, like we didn't really get much with the characters I particularly cared about. Yeah. Which is too bad. I do really like the panel. I liked like the movie credit ending. I, that's that's, that's like really cool what raised to... it up for me really? okay. a couple of spots was that kind of movie credit end of game ending that I got. Like even the motorcycle two page spread is so totally uncipher Academy, but mm-hmm. gives it a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. But like there's so much before that that I just didn't care for. Totally fair. So I have Witch Watch at 13. I don't know. I, I don't think this should have been two parts. Uh, it was kind of cute, but it's weird because. I agree with you. It shouldn't have been two parts, but weirdly in this part, I wanted it to be three parts to give Nemu more of an arc with her. Like I can turn into a magical reindeer because I kind of like that. And I kind of like this being the way she figures it out. Yeah. But it felt like two Chekhov's Genny to set it up and pay it off in the same chapter. Fair. Yeah. But I do agree with you generally. I have green, green, greens at 13. Okay. I like the kind of like, oh no, I'm good with my brothers. And so I can help you with this Mm -hmm. dynamic. I thought that worked. What do you have in number 12? 12 is where I put Cypher Academy. Like I said, I I did like that kind of end a movie, end a video game ending for it. And, you know, I hope this guy gets another magazine. If not, if he doesn't, or get another series, sorry. If not in Shonen Jump, then in something else. Because, like, there were bits of this that were nice, but, like, I got lost on the code nonsense. Certainly his character designs are good. Yeah. Their character designs are good. I, I'm pretty sure it's a guy, but that's just Don't me know, being sure everyone's yes. a guy in this industry. <laughs> I have Kill Blue at 12. Okay. I, we already kind of discussed it. What do you have at number 11? 
That's where I put Kagurobachi. I'm hoping this new character can teach us a bit more about sorcerers. And we could certainly use a Krillin in this series. Yeah. Not that that's who this will be necessarily, but he's got that vibe. Yes. And I kind of do like him, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I put it so low because of the weird storytelling. Like, the, uh, like totally, totally flashing back to him, then like cutting to the present, then going back to... Th- that was just like a really weird... Yeah, no, I, I get you. Telling, in my opinion. I have Witch Watch at 11. Okay. I, I like the stuff with the demo, like I, said, mm-hmm. I was talking about earlier. Yep. What do you have at number 10? Uh, that's where I put two on ice. I thought this was fine. You know, I kind of liked the them at the party, meeting all the Olympians and getting Kisa, Kisa, I think, the female to come out of her shell with a other really young girl, um, or like a girl that acts even younger than she really is. And then the coach getting fired is like a weird end of chapter. That's move. the only thing I didn't like. Like I say, this guy keeps being Thanos at the end credits of yes. this series. And that's like my least favorite part of that. That is eyes. absolutely fair. But I have Undead Unlock at number 10. Okay. Mostly because of that weirdness at the ending. And like, I enjoyed it, but I didn't think it was great other fair. than that. What do you have at number nine? That's right. But Jujutsu Kaisen, I thought this was just fine. <laughs> I have it a little higher. Fair. Um, but this is where I have to on ice. So. Gotcha. What do you have at number eight? That's where I put Undead and Unluck. Um, like I said, I, because I think I uh, like my interpretation made a lot of sense to me. I was like, all right, that that's that could be what happened. So sure, I have Elusive Samurai at eight. Okay, I definitely liked bits of it. This is like where I started to enjoy stuff more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoyed Undead and Luck fairly, yeah. fairly well as well. But like nothing really stuck out except for that panel of the girl's butt, and I feel weird about that. <laughs> I, it's a joke, and so I. I feel like I feel exactly how I should, but I'm like, what happened in Elusive Samurai this week? And I just have a picture of a girl's butt in my head. And I'm like, well. That's fair. So I have Mission Yuzukura at seven. Uh, same. Thought fight was pretty okay. Yeah, I liked it. What do you have at number six? That's where I have the Elusive Samurai. I liked the bit with the the crazy guy with the seven-branched sword. Um, as they're explaining, like, the only person to have his reputation increase in this battle was this guy, so he had to have been some kind of monster. Yeah. I think we already got that last week. We did, but... Is, it, well, maybe why it didn't fair. sit it's the same with me. I have Jujutsu Kaisen at six. Okay. I think I just like Sakuda being like, ah, oh, ah, oh, that's what you're trying to do. Uh, okay. So that's your plan, foiling my plans. <laughs> I specifically like is like, ah, power of teamwork. You all have a role. That's kind of neat. <laughs> <laughs> that seems very you guys. <laughs> yes. What do you have at number five? That's where I have Martial Master Asami. I liked it. I I did really like it. I The ending was neat. You're right. I might have dragged on a little bit too much for the Denouement, but I kind of, you know, like, I'm not Kazlo's younger brother, Kazlo's Nito's older, older brother kind of like, no, 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 you got it wrong. Yeah. I'm the fancy one. <laughs> I was talking about a days at five. Okay. I did enjoy that trickaroo. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number four? That's where I put a kind of Banishi. I thought it was very good. You know, I uh, I liked her dad being like, you look good in that kimono. And then like her blushing before she has to go on. I like that the both of them made it to the thing. So I'm very interested to see what's going to go on with this performance. Four is where I have one piece. Okay. That, that page turned into, oh, Vegapunk's dead was good until I'm like, oh, Vegapunk's not dead. And that didn't ruin the chapter. It's number four. Mm-hmm. But that put it lower. And then, like, there's also some slight fridge logic. I like all the pacifistas listening to Bonnie. But there's a little bit of a, hey, hey, bro, maybe you should have brought this up earlier. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> maybe you wouldn't be in a situation where a giant Spider-Man could stab you if you had brought this up earlier. Yep. 
seemed relevant. Seemed like relevant information. Does seem like relevant information. <laughs> Maybe he right after shared. she got out of the memory cocoon, or hey, so you're the ultimate <laughs> authority on all the pacifistas. Oh, yeah, or when we were having a big murder mystery where the authority over the pacifistas was our main clue. Yep. What, what do you have in number three? That's where I have Sakamoto days. I just really, I really liked that change, and I liked the. Again, I really liked that bit with the chairman being like, "So you're gonna do this thing now, or what? Huh? You're you're planning on portraying me, right? So can, like, can we get it on with? Like, I'm I'm bored. I have a count of Bonashi at three. Gotcha. But you have it number two. That's where I put Blue Box. Again, really powerful, and like you said, the cutaway actually really works here. Uh, and I like it into uh supermarket supermarket shenanigans with another you know another girl into the love web. <laughs> I mean. We already had her. She's been mentioned. Before. Yes, I know. I knew, I knew who this was when she showed up. Yeah. But but yeah, so she's like, oh no, a triangle. I hate triangles. <laughs> Why is it always triangles? It's because they make very good lattices. Mm-hmm. If you put a bunch of love triangles together, you get a very stable <laughs> suspension bridge. <laughs> uh, I have Marshall Master Asami at number two. Okay. I know I was pretty critical of it when we were talking, mm-hmm. but a lot of that, no, I got to retire stuff, it, like hits you right in the raw feels. So Totally fair. It still ended up number two for me. What do you have at number one? I have one piece of number one. I just, I really liked Luffy waking up and blocking the sword punch. Uh, and, you know, like him being revealed to Bonnie as Nika the Sun God was just really nice. And then the giant pirates being back is like, man, like was totally not expecting that. Yeah, for all my critiques of it, the worst part of One Piece this week is there is no chapter next week. Yeah. Uh, and the... As weird as it sounds, like I just very immediately came to terms with no Vega. Like I didn't even have that moment of oh no, Vegapunk's dead. It's more like oh no, Vegapunk's been stabbed. How is he gonna get over this? He's an old man. He's Albert Einstein, who's put his brain in a cloud, Kevin, and he got stabbed by the devil. <laughs> He's he gonna be, be fine. I, I think what really bothers me is that in. In Wano, we started having people die from these situations, but you can never tell. And yep. it wasn't until the end of the series where, like, yeah, that guy who blew himself up, he really did die. But <laughs> Kitamon, who got cut in half, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's because Kitamon got cut in half earlier. Yes, so, you know, just by to- law. And so he had two parts. <laughs> I Look, I get it. Everything is above board and legal. It's just, <laughs> it makes it real hard for me to know when I should be like, oh, no, that guy. Fair. And when I should be like, he's fine. Punch through the a chest with a, with a lava fist, he's probably fine. <laughs> I have blue box at number one. Gotcha. So speaking of high emotion manga, we read Haikyuu volume 33 this week, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. You know what? I, I, that was a really awkward transition. I bet it's going to sound like Kevin cut a bunch of stuff. He did not. <laughs> we read volume 33 of Haikyuu this week. What did you think of it, Kevin? I really liked it. So, like, this is the, the ending of the fight against the twins and whatever the hell their team name was and transitioning into the Nekamata fight, which I'm... <laughs> I like the word fight. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> Nekamata! It's their dumpster battle. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. But I, I really liked the, you know, the final bit of pushing for that 
pushing for that final break point to score when both of them are in the 30s. Like, you know, it's game three. They've been firing on all cylinders. This game is going extremely long. And I just, I liked a bunch of the moments in that, you know, like they're getting tired. They have to think a bit more tactically, you know, Karasuno making a couple mistakes and having to try and come back from it or like, yeah, we had, you know, all right, cool. We had this like long rally for this amazing point and everything went great. And then the guy spiked it and we're back to being tied shit. (laughs) This is a broader point I bring up a lot and should probably stop harping on. But this mo- volume starts at the end of a series in which they are tied. And so it's, it's extremely tense back and forth with mm-hmm. super high stakes. And it ends with them starting a new game, mm-hmm. which by necessity means in the middle there is a break between the games. Yep. Uh, and that just kills the pacing of this volume for me. Fair. Because it's super, su- it's the exact opposite of a story in that it's super, super intense and high effort and like you're super invested at the start. And then there's just this long, what feels like a slog of a denouement mm-hmm. afterward, because like th- all the tension's drained. And like I like a denouement, yep. But like this one just feels so long. And then we start the next thing, which is the thing we're supposed to be excited about. And I am, yep. And th- the ending of that game is incredible. Yes, like the bit where Hinata just does the big lob, and the like coach watching on the internet falls out of his seat. Yeah, <laughs> like oh man. And yeah. then the, the backup setter is like, I, I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> it's just this like long arc pass. It's a nothing play, but it's not a nothing play. Yeah, it was like it was it seemed like nothing, but it was exactly what they needed right at the moment because they've got their coach shouting at him. No, watch yourself. Slow down. You're pushing too hard. And so I just like that. Hey, everybody, be happy. <laughs> and just taking that, you know. Nice bit, like you and said. It that takes nice a page and a half, an eternity in manga time yes. for just this this pass. And it's even better that they win by Kageyama and Hinata stopping the quick off their yep. opponents. Yeah. Like, no, we know what that shit is. That's that's our shit. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. And I really liked, you know, we're, <laughs> we're the people who most understand how to <laughs> shut this shit down. Yeah. It's kind of that nedgy... I, I know my weaknesses, uh, you know, I know my weakness way better than you do. Yeah, and Beanpole being like, oh no, Hinata got way better at volleyball. Yeah. That is also good. I like, I forget who it is on the sideline, but one of them was like, what the hell did you do with that summer camp? Yeah. Because <laughs> he came back, just, like you said, way better at volleyball. Mm-hmm. You know, we have that moment, it's it's not the monster and his cub, it's the monster. Club. club. Is it monster in his club? Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> cub would be very... T- <laughs> That's not their dynamic at all. No, but I was thinking... Monster and young monster, yes. Yeah. It, but it was... no, it's not... It, but the metaphor, it's not a monster in his tool. It's two monsters. Yeah. Um, the... the Like, the fact... I... I The reason that monster and his cub made sense to me was it was... It's the young monster who, like, all he has is speed when they first meet him. So it's like he... He he's not much of a threat. He has one tool. Yeah, but Monster and Cup re- implies a very different relationship than they have. Whereas Monster and Club is exactly sort of the relationship that yeah, that's fair. That Kageyama in particular might have argued yes. they had. Well, especially at the start. Yes, but yeah, now that it's like nope, now it's two monsters. And I really like the other setter being like, oh man, like he's so good and he gets this guy. That's yep. that's not even fair. And at the end, be like, hey, I am going to set for you one day, Hinata. Before that, I'm going to beat the shit out of you <laughs> in volleyball next year. But then I'm going to set for you and we're going to be on a team. So 
Yes, I I do like that because it's you know I really like that. Not only am I going to beat you next time, but it's I understand that you are going to be a you are going to be a major player. So am I. <laughs> so we are going. You know, one of these one of these days, I'm going to set for you. Yeah. Well, it goes back to what happened in the last volume, where he's like, "Oh, I'm voracious for volleyball, and I have this twin who's like as good as me, but he's not as hungry as me." Mm-hmm. And so him seeing that hunger and he's out of like, "Oh no, like we're bros in that way." Yeah. And I wish I had had someone like that on my team. Yeah. I like that. I like the the captain Asahi and. The other third year it, in the middle of the Dynamo going like, I'm sick and tired of these, these, you know, I'm sick and tired of these youngsters stealing all the glory. Despite the fact that like Daichi in particular has so many good spikes in that yes. game, even at the end. But I, you know, but everyone's talking about, oh, that play Hanada made, oh, that stuff Beanpole was doing, oh, Kageyama this, Kageyama that. Like, yes, he, you know, he was, he was doing, he was doing work, but like, hey, we got to step it up. Yeah. I also just like, as far as end moments go, I really like when Nekimata's like younger cheerleader is like, ah, oh, just because it's like crazy fast and really strong and super cool doesn't make a cool Baka. <laughs> yeah. They break out the, the quick set. The quick set, yes. And I like that uh, the, the older one is like, man, she is trying really hard not to fangirl right now. Yeah. But it's the other team. I can't be happy about something that they did because it's the other team. Yeah. She's like, no, love always strikes like thunder. You should let it. And she's yep. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so I liked that. Uh, you know, I'm very interested in this Nekomata game. And also, like, the stuff with Bokuto. I kind of like Bokuto seeing Nekomata and them playing and be like, oh, man. I only I'm get not, to play one I, of them. Yeah, I only get to play one of them. Get lame. I want to play both. I want to play both of them. Ideally, at the same time. <laughs> I don't know how three-way volleyball is going to work, but I'm going to make it work. We're going to have some weird triangle net. <laughs> Look, the weird triangle net industry needs needs a boost. <laughs> Tough economic times, unprecedented circumstances. Three-way volleyball. Anything else you want to say about Haikyuu this week, Kevin? Nope. All right. It's February, the time of shoujo manga. Everybody knows that. It snows and you read shoujo manga. That's mm-hmm. how February goes. Uh, so we're going to read Cypher Volume 6 next week. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Mer- by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerin. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out past episodes of the show. If you want to listen to 33 episodes about Haikyuu, I have good news. Mm-hmm. We've, that's, we will soon have a year of worth of episodes about Haikyuu. Yeah. That's weird. Kevin, anything you want to plug? Nope. Have a great week. <laughs>